You're listening to the Pharmacy Podcast Network. This is the Evidence-Based Podcast. Evidence-Based Medicine integrates clinical experience and a patient-centered focus with the best available research information. It's a movement which aims to increase the use of high-quality clinical research in clinical decision-making. The evidence-based approach requires new skills of the clinician, including efficient literature research and the application of formal rules of evidence in evaluating clinical literature. This podcast is dedicated to all healthcare providers with a thirst for scientific knowledge. Those who are explorers, innovators, and researchers. Welcome to the Evidence-Based Podcast with your host, Dr. Jason Cavallina. Pharmacy Podcast Nation. This is the founder of the Pharmacy Podcast Network, Todd Yuri, And today, you know, it's like if you're a parent, you'll get this. How excited are you when you go to the emergency room and you're about to birth, you're about to experience the birth of one of your children or your child or your first child or your second, doesn't matter for me. I've had four daughters. I've seen three of them born. I was excited just about the first one as I am the second one as the third one. Different feelings in the first one, obviously. But today, another podcast is born part of the Pharmacy Podcast Nation, Pharmacy Podcast Network. Dr. J Max, what are we calling you, Dr. J Max? Oh yeah, Dr. J Max. That's the rumor. That's the rumor. You want to call me Dr. J Max? You want to call me Dr. J? You want to just don't call me late for dinner, okay, Todd? Dr. J Max. Dr. J Max. In the house, Jason Cavolina. He is a what do you know pharmacist. Oh yeah, Dr. J Max. From that's the rumor. That's the story you're telling me. Is it? Bellport or Brooklyn or Brooklyn, New York, where are you from? I went to pharmacy school at LIU in Brooklyn and I live in Bellport, New York. Okay. So where's Bellport? Like for the rest Bellport's, of us. Bellport, for everyone who doesn't know, is uh, sort of east after Patchogue. Okay. Uh, not quite the Hamptons, but uh, as a kid, I grew up in the Hamptons by way of uh, Queens, New York. So I, you know, I've lived all over the place. Can you turn on? Can you turn on an accent for us by any chance? Um, so uh, okay. So um, when I was a kid, we used to go to the mall. Oh yeah. And the girls <laughs> used to uh, use hairspray when they were at the mall. And uh, you know, sometimes we'll talk about dogs and daughters. Daughters, you know, daughters. Okay. <laughs> if I was I'm part, getting very verklempt. Yes. The other part of the island, you know, you could be like this. You know, it's just, it doesn't matter. I don't know what you're talking about. You know what? The evidence-based podcast is supposed to be super duper serious, but we super, just might not serious. might not be super duper serious, and we might have to develop some characters from these uh, from these voices. <laughs> I do. I, I can do voices. <laughs> That's great. I have a lot uh, of them in my head. That's what the medicine in the head. Apparently. All the voices <laughs> in my head. I'm dead sexy. That's why I've, I, I got to have less podcasters to keep track of everybody because I can hear your voices in my head at nighttime. I can hear Ken Sternfeld is in my head and oh, Ashley no. Cleveland Hayes. And uh, I mean, I, I can hear you, you people in my head. Well, at least Ken's more like a Valium. He'll help you sleep at night. 
<laughs> oh, Uncle Kenny, forgive us. Your disciples, <laughs> your little men out here trying to change the world of pharmacy. That's yes. go evidence-based podcast. What in the world? Evidence-based podcast. I've been waiting for a fun podcast that brings. So guys, let me tell you, this is not like going to school. All right. Let's be, let's, we'll break it and be serious for a minute here. Okay. Um, What do I do? All right. I'm a farm D. I have lots of experience in all kinds of areas before I was in a, before I became a pharmacist, uh, you know, I have a master's degree in physiology and neurobiology, and I did work on the neuroendocrine control of reproduction. Uh, I was working on a PhD at the university of Colorado and I helped run a business out here, um, for that's, uh, part of uh, doing pharmacogenetics, okay, all serious stuff, but we want to present you with some really serious topics out there, but we want to make them easy for you. Um, there's a lot of you know, folks out there who, who want to do a podcast like this, but it sounds like you're in the most snoring lecture you've ever been in. <laughs> what we want to do is present you with this material in a more lively way, and I'm not going to read your lecture material. We're going to talk about it. We're going to take the evidence that's out there and look at some papers. Um, not exactly a journal club either but we're going to present you with some stuff at the end of it. And the question may always be, okay, this is really good information, but does it change the way I practice pharmacy? Does it change the way I practice medicine? Does it change how I'm talking to my patients? That's for you to decide. Um, I will, of course, give you my idea. Todd will give you some some perspective, and we're going to bring some people on to talk about it. Um, Topics are going to range from everything from pharmacogenetics to endometriosis to uh, vaccines to whether you should eat meat or not. And is Monday a good idea? I don't know. What do you think, Todd? Yeah, you know what? If you go downtown and you pick up a hot dog and you get on down for yinzes and that, uh, that's the Pittsburghese way of saying it. And that, that's what we're about to do here. We're about to have some fun. We're going to uh, shuffle some some dice around, maybe do some gambling, something like that. Maybe we'll come up with a nifty hashtag, something. But yes, I absolutely agree with you. Um, I'm excited about it because I'm going to learn from it. I learn more from listening to the to the network members um, than any other way about the, our business. And I'm glad that you're officially joining. You've been in the You've been in the waiting area for much too long. Uh, no, we've thanks. been keeping We've been keeping Dr. J Max on the shelf. Um, well, yeah, I've sort of been semi-producing Ken's show for him and helping him with that. So, right. you know, I've been I've been in touch with everybody, and my my taste and my 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 flavor has been in his shows. Um, you know, I've been a guest a couple of times, and and so, you know, it's 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 happening. So let's let's first of all, I I want to I want you to present us with a topic of what's upcoming. What type of episodes are you thinking of? Because this is really your editorial and your way of, of bending this to the, to the direction that you think is, is going to be interesting. And really I'm not a good litmus test for what's interesting as a, from a pharmacist (laughs) clinical perspective, I may get you excited about making money as a pharmacist or new career paths or some new uh, gadget out there, but this is your world, Dr. J Max. So give us a, give us a lineup. What I wanted to say is that my first off is my Twitter handle is at Dr. J Max, Dr. J Max. And 
you can DM me there. You can, you can tweet something at me if you want you in the Twitterverse. Um, you could also find me on LinkedIn and, and all over the place. Um, feel free to send me any ideas you have for a show as a, as a pharmacist or a clinician, anything that you're interested in learning more about, I'm happy to present that material to you. What I'm absolutely definitely going to talk about is pharmacogenetics. Okay, I'm going to talk about the importance of pharmacogenetics and how we can implement pharmacogenetics as pharmacists and where, what we can do with it. What does it mean to you and I um, and how we can elevate the practice of pharmacy by being advocates for pharmacogenetics and actually conducting it in doctor's offices. Pretty simple. And there's lots of clinical information out there for us to glean information from. Uh, we're going to talk about um, vaccines. I think that's a great show. Uh, we're going to talk about hopefully some diet and exercise things and maybe some supplements. Um, we'll talk about whether or not they're even worth taking. Um, what are you getting when you take those things? Um, are they regulated? Are they unregulated? What should you do? Can we talk um, about CBD oil and medical cannabis and stuff? Absolutely going to talk about those topics um, because, you know, where are they're right on the forefront of things that we're doing. And, and rarely as a pharmacist, are we going to recommend certain things that we don't really have any evidence to talk about? You know, we're just not going to say, hey, go take some ginkgo biloba because it's going to be the next big thing, right? We're going to talk about CBD oil and what does it do? What does it mimic? How does it work in your body? Well, I'll tell you what I think. Um, and then you have to make a decision as a clinician or uh, because technically you're all clinicians because you're all going to be seeing patients, whether they come to your pharmacy counter or they come to your clinic, um, about whether or not it's important to present. Is it something you're going to sell in your pharmacy? Um, and how are you going to do that? Uh, do you want it? Do you even want to put it on your, on your shelf? Are you afraid it's still a controlled substance? Those kind of issues are going to be present. Um, and then medical cannabis, where, you know, where do, what role does that play? In, um, in a dispensary role, or do you suggest that people go to another professional, go look more, more into it? So we're going to be there um, sort of as a resource, and we're not going to just tell you our opinions about the subjects. We're going to give you uh, primary literature and make you uh, aware of what's out there. And I'm going to be tempted to go out to Dr. Google and challenge some of this stuff while you're talking. I might just do some Googling. Right. I'm going to give my patient perspective, those annoying patients that stand mm -hmm. at the counter and look at you and argue with your six, eight, 10, 12 year degree mm -hmm. because they just looked it up on Google. But I think that's a really good balance to this from a lay person who isn't a chemical engineering STEM driven smart, mm -hmm. intelligent pharmacist. Yep. So um, I think that'll be fun. I don't think so. Yeah, it will be. Don't, uh, don't confuse your Google search with my degree. <laughs> with my 12 years of, my, exactly. of education. <laughs> Wait, how long is it? Eight years? Pharmacy school in and of itself is uh, six. Okay. And then now, Probably P1, P, how's that, or that PY? PGYs are your residency. So there's PGY1s and PGY2s and PGY2, they tend to specialize. PGY1 is more of a, uh, a broad spectrum advanced, advanced setting. Um, and then PGY2 is their residency year number two, where they probably specialize in a specific topic. And then they get to sit for a giant exam <laughs> to be board certified. All mm -hmm. right, well... 
I think this is going to be cool. If you are a patient, if you are a customer consumer of pharmacy, Mm -hmm. and if you're a pharmacy patient out there and you're listening to the show, understand that this is not in any way, any medical advice. This is a discussion. Uh, We're going to have some bumpers in the intro and the outro for the legalese, but just to let you know, we don't, we're not here to harm anyone with any advice. You're going to always go back to your physician and I will not diagnose any of you. Right. No diagnosing. Not. <laughs> so if we say something, you did not, you're not getting any medical advice from us. This is just fun to listen to because it's really, 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 really super interesting. Yes. Wait, what's the Zoolander quote? Really, oh. really, really <laughs> good looking. Really. Yeah. Dr. J Max is really, 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 really good looking. Oh, yeah. Dr. J Max. <laughs> So, right. Yes. Look them up. Yes. Hey, listen, yeah. if we're not linked on, if we're not linked up on LinkedIn, LinkedIn is an absolute amazing professional tool. If you are not, if you're a pharmacy student, if you haven't set up your LinkedIn, you don't understand. This is not Facebook. This is not Twitter. This is not Instagram. This is a powerful networking tool. I've been a LinkedIner now since probably 2007 or eight. Um, and it's, it's an absolute amazing tool. Look up Jason uh, Cavalina, link up with him, last name C-A-V-O-L-I-N-A, and then myself, Todd Yuri, and that's E-U-R-Y. Do you, you, I know you're a big LinkedIner too, Jason, but what do you yeah. think about the platform? I love, I love LinkedIn. Um, we actually uh, manage a, a, a site together on LinkedIn for pharmacy professionals called the Pharmacy Professional Network. Right. Um, feel free to reach out to that too. Uh, Todd and I both admin that. Um, and it's a, it's a place to, to reach out to pharmacy professionals from across the world. There's 31, over 31, almost 32,000 members of that uh, group right now. Yes. Um, and it's, you know, if you're looking for anything and you wanted to post, feel free to post some great stuff on there. Uh, Todd and I are always writing articles on LinkedIn. I've got a, a bunch of articles and posts right now uh, up there about everything from, you know, introduction of pharmacogenetics and, and um, how it can help uh, a practice, a, a doctor's practice. But then how does it elevate the pharmacist um, and, and where does it take your level of practice? I think that uh, it definitely is something that's going to boost you as a, as a professional. Um, Oh, 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 that just remind me. Yeah. Yeah. If you're listening to this podcast and you have written something that's pretty badass, or you think it's great, or you've done well, or you got a good grade on it or some research that you've participated in, please realize that the pharmacy podcast network is going to help you get that content out. So if you want to send us a copy of it, or you want to send us a link to it, if you've published it, if it's electronic and you want it out there and you want your name out there, I'd like actually like uh, Dr. J Max, maybe you and I could focus on a couple of the articles or a couple of papers that we get and we could actually mm-hmm. comment on them on the show and then drive more traffic back to these uh, brilliant future leaders Absolutely. in pharmacy. Absolutely. You know, I started my, um, my career in research as an undergrad. Um, I went to LIU Southampton and I was a bio major and I've got a really great opportunity to do my honors thesis at the Mayo Clinic um, with, a, with a guy who was working with NASA um, doing um, 
doing spaceflight research. And I was lucky enough that, you know, I was always had wanted to be an astronaut and always wanted to be with NASA. And I had, you know, nerdily gone to space camp and had a great time and was able to extend that to work with, um, uh, Dr. Russell Turner at the Mayo Clinic and get on a, on a study where we had some mice that were flown on a space shuttle mission and did an amazing um, study with him and was able to extend that to another study where I got to work with NASA Ames uh, Research Center. So, you know, as an undergrad, there's a lot of opportunity for you to get involved in, in research and answering a question that you find interesting. Right. And there's a lot of people who are going to be out there to support you for that. So feel free to contact us and and talk about publishing and where to go and and how to get things out there. But we're definitely a a strong supporter of uh, of research and and, um, basic science research as well. We want this to be interesting. We want it to be a source of ideas. We want it to be creative. We want you involved. Um, you can, um, participate. We actually have something coming up. That's going to be special, uh, that we're going to reach out to you to participate on the evidence-based podcast, evidencebasedpodcast.com real easy to find. Once again, evidencebasedpodcast.com going to be mixing in nurses, nurse practitioners, uh, physicians in these discussions. There's things to talk about that I think uh, Dr. J. Max, you have an opportunity to dig deep down into, and I'm excited about that. I thank you for committing to this project and this podcast. What do you have to say before we close it up for the inaugural episode of the evidence-based podcast? I wanted to say thank you for having me on. Thank you for giving me this platform. And, and I can't wait to work with you and, and the rest of our colleagues to get some great information out there and, and have a, a real nice platform for discussing the important topics in medicine, pharmacy, and nursing today. With that, peace out. We're out. Dr. J. Max in the house. Or what's, what do you say that's real cool when you actually are coming out of the house? Like when, I know when you enter the house, it's Dr. J. Max in the house. Oh yeah. Dr. J. Max. If you're leaving the house, what's the cool saying? Like me, we out or no, how do you the, say? The, the doctor has left the building. The doctor has left the building. Dr. J. Max has left the building. All right, then we are done. Wrap it up. And that's it. That's in. We turned it off. All right. Are we still recording? Yes. Bye-bye. Oh, yeah. And bye. Bye.